Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the show. The water crisis in Iqaluit and in Nunavut continues. The crisis has become so bad that the territory of Nunavut declared a state of emergency. And so joining me now to discuss the water crisis is Iqaluit Mayor Kenny Bell. Uh, Mayor, uh, let's start with, uh, you've had to reach out to uh, other levels of government for um, to get more water. So um, how has your request to other levels of government um, been met with? Uh, has it been met with, um, I guess, happiness to, to help Nunavut? How has it been met? Well, thanks for having me, Wyatt. Um, yeah, most of the most of the calls for help have uh, come back uh, positive. Of course, the the government of Nunavut um, has brought in eighty thousand liters of of water. Um, it's not enough. Um, you know, I was saying today, uh, yesterday we delivered about uh, um, you know twenty thousand liters of water to the public, and after we were done, um, we when we ran out, uh, you know, people were bagging. Uh, you know, um, what, what about my baby? And, uh, you know, what am I supposed to do? And, you know, it was just heartbreaking. It was probably the hardest day of my, of my term in the, in the two years that I've been there. So, um, you know, we, we, we just need more water and, um, you know, most of the time it's been, uh, it's been great, uh, from great support from both federal and, uh, and territorial governments. When we look at specifically the municipal government and, uh, you as, as mayor, um, Obviously, I mean, obviously the government didn't want this to happen. Nobody wanted this to happen. Um, but how is how is your government going to try and take action to make sure that uh, this can be prevented in years to come? Yeah, that's a great question. Wyatt. We, um, you know, we've, we've had a water crisis here in Nunavut, uh, in Iqaluit, uh, for about five years now. Um, we just don't, we don't have enough water in our reservoir and also our treatment uh, plant is a little bit too small for the population and the population growth that's to come. Uh, so we've been asking the federal government at high level um, conversations and, and not through actual applications yet for 133 million uh, to fix our water supply, our water treatment center and a lot of our aging uh, infrastructure, um, which has been met uh, with uh, you know a lot of positivity, but uh, the city hasn't applied yet, so we're we're going to be doing that really soon, um, probably in the next couple months, and and you know we'll see how that goes. Um, I seen an, an interview that you did on uh, CTV's Power Play with Evan Solomon, and you uh, had mentioned how uh, your government reached out to uh, Ottawa. So um, I'm going to ask you the same question that I saw Evan asked you in that interview, which is just why do you have to reach out to Ottawa? Is Ottawa kind of the the closest option that you can uh, reach out to? Yeah. So. Um... Uh, Calwood has two flights a day uh, from Ottawa. Uh, it's our main hub when we leave here. Um, for the people that are watching, Nunavut has uh, no roads in and out of it. Um, we, we uh, Iqaluit, the city of Iqaluit is located on Baffin Island and uh, we're very remote. So, um, you know, it's a three and a half hour flight from Ottawa uh, to Iqaluit. So almost everything we get is, uh, you know, shipped in from Ottawa. Okay. And um, I'll ask you now a question too about for, uh, for people who are listening, obviously, um, I'm not specifically sure uh, the exact demographics, but um, for people who are listening outside of uh, of Nunavut, um, what is I mean, what is a what is affordable to, uh, for water in Nunavut? I mean, here in Ontario, it's obviously um, uh, CBC was reporting that a liter of water in Nunavut uh, is getting as high right now as $9, which to people in Ontario, that seems uh, very expensive. So is it very expensive to people in Nunavut? Yeah, that's also very, you know, I'll tell you, I, I've been here most of my life and you hardly ever see this, the water be sold. 
um, you know, it's uh, it sits on the shelves for for so long, and it's because it's so heavy um, that it costs so much. But you know, also the store needs to make money, and it, it costs a lot for the stores to operate and to uh, employ people. So, yeah, it's 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 extremely expensive, and um, you know, it's uh, I don't know if you if you can see this, I'll show you, but um, if you can see that water prices there, uh, you know, twenty five eight liters at the top was one hundred and twenty seven dollars. Um, that's, uh, you know, that's crazy money, uh, for anybody. So yeah, it's just, it's, uh, you know, because we're of a remote mist, it's just, it's way too expensive. And how does it go from, I mean, one, obviously you mentioned that there's been a big crisis for, uh, in and of a, a big water crisis for, uh, over five years. So it didn't necessarily just, just happen, but how does it go from, I mean, we didn't necessarily hear, um, about the Akalo water crisis as much as we are now up until a couple of days ago. So what's kind of changed um, within the last couple of days that has, uh, I guess, made the media more interested in covering it and just has the price just went up more? Yeah, no, it's uh, it's because we, we issued a do not drink order um, because we found um, what we, we assume is petroleum products in our water source, uh, in, our, in our water treatment center, sorry, um, in one of our sealed sealed wells um you know after after the public were complaining about the smell of diesel in their house so um yeah just you know once a, no one has water at their house right now I mean, you can you can shower in it but you you can't drink it so i think that's where um you know the media has come in in a big way and, and actually um you know it, you know this is a terrible situation um but i think it's going to help us uh you know fix our our long lasting uh five-year uh, problem here now too so um, you know, we're looking forward to getting that fixed up and, and getting water to our citizens as fast as possible. You touched on it uh, quite a little bit uh, throughout the interview, but maybe just to finalize the interview and just summarize kind of what you've been talking about a little bit. What steps can be taken to uh, ensure that Iqaluit and, and Nunavut can have uh, affordable water and, and just make sure that the water that they are getting is clean? Yeah, well, um, you know, having a treatment center, um, a water treatment center beside uh, a power plant probably isn't the best idea. So uh, we're going to be looking at moving moving our new one, uh, you know, once we apply for it and get the funding um, to a new location so that it's not directly beside a power plant. Um, but yeah, no, it's, um, you know, it's going to take a lot of, it's going to take a lot of money, uh, Wyatt, and it's going to take uh, a lot of political will from, from the government of Canada, the government of Nunavut, and the city of Ikawa to get that done. So, um, but, you know, we can't have people, um, you know, drinking gas in their water or, or, you know, petroleum products. It's just, you know, it's, it's not good for anybody, obviously. Um, water is life, as, as, as we all know. All right, Mayor. Well, thank you so much for uh, joining me today. And, uh, yeah, obviously, we're all thinking about people in Iqaluit and in Nunavut. Awesome. Thank you, Wyatt. Yeah, Thank you're you. really impressive.